All right, y'all, welcome to uh, the, the Blueprint Live makeup call, uh, trying to uh, make an adjustment for the squirrels that ate through our internet wire at the office. That's what it's like living in the country. Um, and, and I'm so excited to introduce y'all to Justin, who, who came to us recently uh, with, with a whole lot of talent already, and, and certainly uh, brought the skills that he's talking about today uh, to the table before, long before he met us. And he's just a guy that knows how to get it done, uh, has a lot of confidence, you know, pro baseball player, that kind of guy. So, um, and, and Justin, you've had some recent success with the creative drop that, you, you know, Hannah and I both loved it the second we heard about it. We didn't even know the details. We just knew that it embodied a lot of the things that we love and, and feel like are necessary for this business, not just to chew you up and spit you out. And I loved it. And so uh, Jason hails from Oklahoma City. Um, and, and so Justin, welcome. And, and uh, I'm going to, I can turn the presentation over to you or I can just advance the slides. Yeah, uh, you just slide you two and I can, I can, I can just jump from there. So, so okay. thanks for having right. me. Um, you bet. I come, I come from ADP. Uh, ADP Life. I know there's a few of us on the call that that have. And one thing that I learned really quick, just being in B2B sales for a long time, is you know, you have to touch a business owner about six different times before you really get a response. So what you're looking at here is kind of the the pattern or the the process that I use um, for the creative drop that we're going to talk about. And I'll just kind of talk through just a real couple of things real quick. So. Really, the, the first thing I do on a Wednesday is I, I pick out, well, first of all, on Monday, I pick out about 15 to 20 businesses that are in the same geographic area. So when I go do these drops, they are, uh, you know, it's a lot more efficient time-wise. So yeah. before, I do the, before I do the drops on Thursday, on Wednesday, I call all the businesses, and I just want to talk to, um, you know, the front office person just to verify that, you know, Joe or Susie Smith, whatever name I have that I found on the internet or LinkedIn or whatever, they're still the CFO. Um, and I also try to weave in there, um, you know, I'm coming by to drop off some stuff. That's kind of my talk track. But I, I try to figure out or ask, you know, roughly how many employees does the company have? Because there's there's different material, you know, um, you know if, if they fall above 50, below 50, just something real real vague just to get, try to figure out, you know, a ballpark idea of what I'm dealing with. Cause when they come back and say, well, we're a, we're a 10 employee company then I've, you know, I've got some bad data on my end that I may just X them off and not even drop a, a lottery ticket off. Yeah. I think that's great, man. I love the way you position that too. Hey, depending on how big y'all are is going to be uh, dependent on how, what type of information I drop off. That's great. Yeah. So that, that kind of puts it right in there, you know, puts the ball in their court where they kind of have to give me an answer because they don't, you know, they don't want me to bring by something that doesn't pertain to them, so to speak. Um, there's been a couple times that they've just transferred me right to the CFO on the spot. Um, so you got to kind of be prepared for that because they're like, why are you asking all this information? Let me just send you right yep. to them. Um, so you got to be prepared for that. So then on Thursday, if you want to, we'll bounce back and forth here. If you want to go to slide five. So on the left-hand side of slide five there, um, what I drop off is a handwritten card 
that just just what you see there, Randy, why take a gamble, Justin, and I put a lottery ticket inside of it. And it's just a blank card you get at Walmart. And on the outside of it, I handwrite, handwrite you know, the, the CFO's name. If I if I find out that there's an HRD there as well, I'll drop off two cards just so I can I can hit them both, and I'll talk about why I do that in just a minute. Right. It looks like an invitation. At the end of the day, it looks like I'm dropping off some type of thank you card, some type of invitation. So even, yep. you know, the, yep. the note soliciting stuff doesn't even, you know, they're they're really happy to receive it. And I literally drop it off in bail. I'm like, hey, will you give this to Joe or Susie or whatever? And they're like, yeah. I'm like, thanks. See you later. And I bail. Because I, I well, and, and because, it, because it looks like an invitation or a thank you note, they don't even question it. Right. Yeah, love it. Yeah, so go back to uh, slide two for me. So after I drop off um, that drop on Thursday, I let them stew on it. Um, all weekend, like, and I, it's, I've had multiple conversations where they're just trying to figure out who Justin is, what it's all about, you know, for the most part, 99% of them um, really have fun with it and they enjoy it. Uh, so what I do is I basically on the next Tuesday, I shoot them an email that really explains everything about what the lottery ticket is and, you know, Chad's you know, piece about good or bad only by comparison it ties that in. And I, I use an analogy that's personal to me and I send that to him in an email and at the bottom of that email, and we'll flip back to it in just a second. You can go ahead and do that. If you don't flip back to five, the bottom of the email, I highlight it and I say, I'll be calling you this Wednesday or sometimes I say tomorrow at nine thirty-seven in the morning. And I call them, I usually call them about two to three minutes early. And it'll be funny because some of them you'll get and they'll be like, you're calling me early. It's not 937. And yeah, yeah, yeah. From my baseball background, and I tell them, I said, listen, you know, I learned a long time ago that if you're early, you're on time. And if you're on time, you're late. So you know, I'd rather be a few minutes early. And they just kind of laugh about it. Um, but I'm setting the psychological aspect up of I'm going to deliver on what I tell you I'm going to deliver. It, so, even, a, even on a simple thing. Yeah, I love that. And then I, I space them out 10 minutes apart. So I basically, I do my drops in order of where, you know, closest together. I, you know, go around the city. And then I also have these spaced out every 10 minutes. So I know I, I kind of, you can either write it down or you can keep a copy of these. Or you can just flip through your sent emails and go, okay, I got to call this one at 937. And I got to call this one at 947. And I kind of call this one at 10 or 957. Um, and it gives you some time in between there in case you get caught in conversation um, to, to bounce, you know, between who you're trying to contact. But one thing I really like about this letter, not only is the the lead in about, you know, taking a gamble, tying it to the lottery ticket. Um, yep. So both having similar outcomes. So you're taking a gamble if you haven't, you know, at least reevaluated what you're doing in a while. Um and then I address the number one response that we all get is, oh, we're good where we're at. So I go ahead and I just, yep. I just address it right there as, you know, with the objection before I even get it. Um, and I give a little analogy about my baseball team, how, you know, we're undefeated in our league. But at the end of the day, we go play a tournament and what we thought was a really good team while our weaknesses really show up when we play a lot of other really good teams. You can use your own analogy or what have you, but that, that's the one that, you know, that's personal to me that I can I can really believe in when I talk about it. 
So, yep. And, and I love the third paragraph of your letter. What, what if we embrace that more? You, you know, to be candid, I don't know how we can help EnviroClean. You, you know what I mean? I love that because we don't. We don't. Let, let's use it to our advantage. Typical salespeople are not going to put that in there. You know, they're going to say, "I'm sure we can help you." You, you know, we just right. don't know yet. That's point of the twenty-minute meeting to figure that out. You know. Yeah, and I heard that from you, and then probably about a week later, I I read a CEO's rant on LinkedIn about how he gets all these cold calls, and they just try to sell him stuff. And he's like, you need to get to know me first before you even know if that fits. You know, so I thought. Exactly. Right, so I thought that was, um, you know, a really good piece to be in there as well. Um, yeah, so, I love it. So, yeah, so go back, flip back to two real quick. So. That's the email on the 27th. Then the 28th, I call when I say I'm going to call. And if I don't get them on the phone on the 30th, it says overnight letter. Um, it's a lot cheaper yeah. just to send it USPS handwritten. And it looks a little yeah. it looks a little less industrial. Like I, I originally liked sending them overnight. It'll cost you five, six dollars to do it. Um, but, it, you know, it's about 47 cents or whatever the going rate is if you just send them a, something on letterhead and handwrite it and and I think it's a little more with the with the approach we're going for the handwritten USPS letters is a lot comes off a lot better than a, an overnight UPS or FedEx so okay that, that's just my take on it and then going forward with the, with the, the if I don't give you know once I send that letter and that letter the highlighted person of that letter says I'm going to call you on the 5th and it has another specific time and it says the exact same thing as that previous email. The only difference is it's just the date and time changing to the next week when you're going to call them. Essentially, it's, well, maybe they didn't get my email. Maybe I don't have the right email address, whatever the case may be. Uh, this is just another yeah. way I hope I, I get in front of them. Um, so this is actually uh, a CFO actually scanned this in and sent it to um, our firm's CEO and was like, hey, I got this. We, they kind of, they, they were in a similar organization together, but they've never really approached, they're not supposed to approach each other or cross-sell in that organization. And he just sent yeah. this to the CEO and was like, hey, loved it. I'm, I'm definitely going to meet with your guy. And uh, that actually led to us getting the, the AOR on it uh, like about a week ago. So, Is this uh, like a YPO thing? Yeah, it's a YPO thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I love it. I love it. So go to slide four for me real quick. So that's one week's worth of the process. But if you're just doing that and you're just kind of repeating yourself every three weeks, you're really only touching, you know, 15 businesses every three weeks. And some of you may be so busy that that's, you know, um, you know, that's all you can take. But, you know, me being new to the business, I, I have a lot of time to prospect. So what, what you're seeing here is every single week um, I start, you know, so the 19th, uh, my group one, I build my build my list. And the 26th, I start my group two. The third, I start my group three. And that week of the third, that's the, so once you're three weeks in, if you do, if you kind of stack them up, that's when you are, um, at your your peak in terms of what all of your your touches will be, 
And if you're yeah. if you're reaching out to say 15, you're going to be in the the hundred touches a week realm. If you're reaching out to 10, you'll be in the the 75 or so. So it all really depends on how many you want to go after. And all this is is just overlap, just to kind of show, um, you know, just how you manage, just how you manage the different groups. Correct. And yeah, what I really like about it is. You know, I'm either at home or at work or what have you. On the fifth, I know, okay, I've got to do this, this, and this. Like, it gives me what to do on that day. And as yeah. long as I stick to this, then everything else will take care of itself. What we call that is clarity. You have absolute clarity on how much of this you're supposed to do and what you're supposed to do to get the best result you think you can get. I love it. Right. If you want to go to slide seven. I think this the stats I gave you um, zoom out just a little bit. I think there's actually one above it. There's actually there you go. So so out of 56 businesses over four weeks, I've got 17 that actually responded to some type of communication. Eight meetings have been agreed to out of that, and uh, one AOR in the four weeks. Nice, love it. So I kind of really went through that pretty quickly. Um, you any questions for me, so Chad, or is the group? Yeah, I have I have a question. Um, in the the LinkedIn message that you're sending, it is it the same as your letter and your email? Basically, the LinkedIn message is at the very tail end of the the contacts. So it's more more along the lines of. You know, hey, I sent you, you know, hey, did you get the lottery ticket I sent you? Or, you know, hey, I sent you an email. Did you happen to see it? Want to make sure I had the right email address? Uh, just very, something very casual like that. Or my, I might even ask them, you know, hey, did the lottery ticket I sent you make it to your desk? If so, did you win or not? I'm just curious, you know, so. Yeah, yeah. Just, and then when they, just real. Yeah. yeah, and then when they say no, they didn't win, and I've actually had somebody say the only problem I have with what you dropped off was I didn't win. And the response to that is, is well, that that's what we're finding is most businesses aren't winning in terms of their healthcare, and that's why we need. Yeah, I love it. I love it. That's good stuff. So when you get these people on the phone, um, Justin, t tell me a little bit about how the call goes. So for the most part. They are, you know, basically when I call and I get the admin again, I'm like, hey, I'm the guy that dropped off that handwritten card for Joe. Uh, is Joe in by chance? She's like, oh, my gosh. She goes, like this last one, they, it's crazy what happened. They actually had just gotten back from a funeral, and they thought they thought that was like some thank you card that they made some donation. They couldn't figure out what it was, and for all week, they were trying to figure out what the heck it was, and it even got to the point where, they thought that the front office lady made it up, like they were pranking her or something, or pranking them. Yeah. So, like she's like, I'm so glad you're real. Now I can prove to them you're real. I'm going to send them. I'm going to send you right to them. Right. So it gets you right through to who you want to talk to. So they want to know what the heck it's about. Um, yeah. Yeah. I want to get them on hey, the phone. Thing, I want to, go ahead. One thing I want to point out too, uh, based on your email, that you've gotten a negative response from a bank. And, yep. and I want to make that point that we have gotten more negative responses from banks. And I think 
you know, they live in in a world that has a heightened sensitivity to it, but because of you know potential nefarious intent when people walk through those doors. So I, I would tell people if you're going to drop on banks or, or places like that where that they naturally have a more heightened sensitivity, I would be careful. You, you know, <laughs> make sure they know who you are and what it's about. You, you know. Yeah. Yeah. For sure. Um, Instead of opening the door and throwing it in there like a frisbee and taking off running, <laughs> it wasn't quite like that. I, you know, it wasn't quite like that. But All right, uh, so back to back to what you what you yeah, said. Yeah. So so when they actually they actually pick up the phone, I'm like, hey, you know, I'm Justin. I'm the guy that dropped you off the uh, the lottery ticket. Did you happen to get the email I sent you? That's the first question I ask them because if they respond with yes, then I don't need to cover you know, good or bad by comparison or whatever. If they say yes, I just say, well, number one, you know, what'd you think about it? And number two, did you win on your lottery ticket? And, you know, then they, yeah. they kind of open up and, um, you know, they just have a real, I, I've never, I've never had anybody just give me the whole, we're not interested or whatever. And I generally try to tie it back to, it's like, hey, you know, we're, we're just trying to, you know, I hope you had fun with it. We're trying to have a little fun here and just, to show everybody that we're different and hopefully just to get in front of you for 20 minutes to have a conversation to prove that to you. Um, you know, that's why we're not just cold calling you and doing the whole normal sales technique and all that stuff. And they've been really, um, really receptive to it. Well, I, I love it. it, it it's just simple. Uh, I love how simple it is. It's very turnkey. Um, and and in that way, it makes it very efficient. You know, I love it. You're not rethinking the wheel all the time. You have a plan, and you work that sucker. You know, um, I love it. Uh, so um, let let me uh, let me let me open it up for anybody that might have any questions. If y'all could raise your hand, I'm gonna uh, go ahead and and let y'all ask Justin some questions on this if you'd like. Now's your chance to do that. But as you know, we are not going to belabor it. All right. <laughs> All right, Dylan, I, Dylan, I.